Hello everyone and welcome to Cincinnati Sports Review. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. We're going to be talking about Andy Dalton. Today is our Andy Dalton episode. We're going to talk about him. So, we're going to kind of break this down. We're going to go into a little bit of background, his overall career, how it kind of fizzled out, and where it's going to go from here. So, I guess we should start off with what I just said at the beginning with his background. So, we can kind of start the Carson Palmer years, ended up falling out, and he wanted to leave. So, yep, he left. <laughs> and we needed a quarterback. He needed a quarterback right away. Right away. They weren't sure if they were, he was going to stay or not. Mike Brown, won, I remember Mike Brown wanted them to stay, mm-hmm. but he uh, he wanted out very badly. So they picked Andy Dalton in the second round. Uh, arguably the best quarterback pick of that draft. You either go back between him and. Cam Newton. I would say Cam Newton is better. I feel like Cam Newton just had like one or two good years and then he's been very mediocre. Versus like Andy Dalton has like a very good like plethora of work to work with. Like the the Panthers lost a lot. They had the the fifteen and one year. Like one when the Super Bowl was great. And I think it may be another twelve and four campaign, but other than that it really hasn't been good. I feel like Cam Newton's breaking down now, but like Andy Dalton's probably going to play for another four or five years. Uh, Cam Newton probably won't, just because he well, took too many hits early on. They're different players. They are, but I think statistically Cam Newton's better. Um, I'm biased too, so everything I say is wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, so like picking him out of TCU, he had a good college career. He was a little bit on the older side. What was his? He had a reason for being. He was like a like a year older than most seniors. Was he a redshirt freshman, or do you know why? Yeah, he did redshirt. He redshirted it. Okay, well, yeah. So he's a little bit older than most quarterbacks coming out, but I mean, think about how many rookie quarterbacks since like the Tuesday year two thousand as an example have come in and started and won the starting job because sure Carson Palmer wasn't going to play. But uh, they still had a couple other quarterback options on the team. Who did we have? It was at the time it was Bruce Gradkowski. Oh, yeah, and probably another no name or rookie quarterback. But even still, like to, for him to beat out uh, and take the starting job on his own pretty early on, pretty impressive. He had a really good rookie year. I think he and AJ had like the best rookie quarterback rookie wide receiver tandem of all time like compared to the i don't know since then but i remember seeing a graphic like of a of a combination like that rookie quarterback and rookie wide receiver and mm-hmm. their numbers blow away everybody else's in terms of yards touchdowns games won yeah well it's a rare combination when you draft or yeah how i mean how many teams like basically start their offenses over like doesn't happen. Doesn't happen too basically often. You basically happen. most teams are basically adding pieces, but that was like okay, we're get, you know Carson Palmer's going to leave. We traded away Chad Johnson in the offseason, which actually I think would have been really cool to see. Um, AJ Green and Chad Johnson play together, but would have been a good combo, yeah. Yeah, particularly I think down the stretch that year. Anyway, we lost some wide receivers to injury, so I think towards I think towards the end of the year it was AJ Green, Jerome Simpson, um, and then. Do you remember our third wide receiver towards the end of the year? Because they had Caldwell. Caldwell had gotten hurt. Yeah. Can't remember. 
Yeah. But they had suffered some injuries down the road, so maybe that would have helped. But that's, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a good season, too. Winning season. So. Yeah. You know what's funny about that year was his rookie year was um, I think going into the last game of the year they were nine and six playing the Ravens at home and they were at the time the six seed and they lost but every other team that was fighting for a playoff spot also lost so they all they ended up with the you know like that probably doesn't happen too often where you where you lose on the last you know game of the year get the playoff spot and you get in anyway pretty crazy how that happened and that was a rough playoff game because rookie quarterback on the road playing a good houston team uh houston texans and they got they got beat i think it was like 31 13 31 time 31 10 it was a whooping yeah i mean but it was two rookie quarterbacks playing each other though can tj yates i mean they got 31 points yeah but yeah tj yates that dude every like it's weird every time that guy plays the Bengals, he is like untouchable he is like tom brady and aaron child and aaron Rodgers' love child like it's it's crazy how good he is and everybody else he is like mediocre yeah, but anyways dalton did make the play the pro bowl that year yeah too. rookie pro bowl yeah him and cam newton first time two rookie quarterbacks mm-hmm, the same that's pretty impressive yeah, and then the so next... there were high hopes for him after his rookie year. I think. Um, I mean, he went to f- took us to five straight playoff series. Yeah. If you were to think, like, if you're gonna, I know there's a lot of Andy Dalton haters out there, but I want you to think about this: like, how many like great quarterbacks can say that they've gone to the playoffs five straight years? Like, let's let's take some of the big names out there. Uh, Tom Brady obviously did because they went to like nine straight conference championships. Uh, I think Peyton Manning did it uh, when he was playing for the Colts. Ben Roethlisberger's never done it. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers has never done it. Um, Cam Newton's never done it. Uh, maybe I'd have, to, I'd have to look into Drew Brees doing it. I think Drew Brees has done it. I think so. I, I we would have to look that up. I yeah. don't remember. I remember looking at Ben Roethlisberger and he's never done that. Uh, thing about all these really great quarterbacks. Doing an accomplishment that Andy Dalton has done, to me that's impressive. Um, it brought us a lot of good, good games. So in 2012, another jump in quality. I think he played a little bit better. They won another game. I think he played a lot better the second year. Yeah, they had a, like the first game was really rough. That was that Monday night game against the Ravens, mm-hmm. and they got like blown out. And that was like, oh shit, season's gonna be rough. And I think they started like four and five. Like it wasn't a good start to the year, but they had a really great second half, which is uncharacteristic for us. Usually yep. we have a we start great but finish sloppy, and then we roll into the playoffs not playing well. But that year uh, was the opposite. We started sloppy, finished great. And then we ended up with the the six seed. The line was pretty rough that year. Yeah, forty six sacks. A lot of sacks. He I took think a lot that's of the hits. career for Dalton. No, I think the 2016 was the worst. I think that jumped. Uh, I don't think so. I think 12 was still his worst. Yeah, it was his worst. Oh, was it? Okay. I just remember him having the six. The in the 2016 year, he had six sacks in the first game. But maybe I'm thinking of different time frames. But yeah, then 2012, they go into the 
Same same situation they got to play in Houston. I think they didn't have to play TJH that time. So that was a plus, but they, I mean, the defense played a lot better that year. Um, it was only like, the final score was maybe 19-13, maybe. Do you remember? Final score off the top of your head. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. But I think the defense played a lot better, and they could have won. There was a play at the end where he missed AJ on a, on a deep route that could have oh, gotten him in the yeah. touchdown, but that was the only like big glaring mistake of that game. That was a tough one to watch. Yeah. And two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen was great. You had Vontes Burfitt kinda came into his own. Uh, that was that was like a great year. That was Mike Zimmer's last year as our defensive coordinator. Uh, and they had some very devastating injuries on the defensive end. They lost Geno Atkins to an ACL. And Leon Hall to a torn Achilles again. Yeah, I think Dalton really had to pick up a lot in that year. It was his best statistical year, probably. I mean, he had the most touchdowns. Um, he did throw a lot of interceptions. But. Well, if you think about okay, so think about this, though. So he threw 20 picks that year, but 11 of those came in three games because mm. he had three picks in uh, – <clears throat> he had four picks against Baltimore, I think twice. Uh, they won both games. No, they lost one of those. But um, yeah, mo- like most of his picks came in three games. So if you were to take that, uh, those three observations out, then they would have. Uh, other than that, his statistic line is great. Uh, they did. You know, Vontez Burfitt had a tremendous twenty thirteen year, led the league in tackles. Defense was still pretty good despite the injuries. They are eight zero at home. And they won 11 games. Everything was on paper. Regular season was great. But playoff, but, playoff, uh, playoff game. So that was... This was, I think, the first year where people cast doubts about playoff Dalton. Big game Dalton. Yeah, that was... That's the biggest... If you're going to hate on Andy Dalton for his uh, playoff performance, big game performances, this is the big one. Because he everything was in place. He, he On the offensive end, I think Tyler Eifert didn't play in that game. But that was... Rookie Tyler Eifert is not Tyler Eifert we know today. Um, Wasn't this the year everyone was talking about how difficult it would be for the Chargers to play against? Well, us? it was kind of like, do you remember the the last time they came into Cincinnati was that game we went to? No, oh, yeah, uh, it was frigid cold, and they couldn't. And they that was the year they had number one offense in the league, number one defense in the league, mm. but they were like number thirty two in special teams and they didn't make the playoffs. Like that was like a on paper a great Chargers team and we they came in here, and we we whipped them. Even though I I watched highlights of that game recently and that that was like a lot closer than I had. I remember that. I remember being I thought it was a blowout, but uh, no, they only won that by like eleven points. But that was a great game. I think that was like the last time they had come in. So I think people were thinking, oh, they're not going to be able to come in and play in the cold. But then the game game day, it was only like 50 degrees. So what the cold didn't help us at all. It didn't help the warm-blooded, you know, San Diego players. When it's, you know, If you're playing in San Diego and you come in and it's like, you know, 10 degrees, that's going to affect you. But if you're coming in at 50, that's probably not too far from what they're on. Yeah, but if you could put one, like, blame on one player for that loss, it would be Dalton. It, that one would be he had. Yeah. Two interceptions and a fumble. So there's a he couple chose. things about the game that I, I want to comment on. 
that kind of revolve around rules around the NFL. So Dalton hits Jermaine Gresham on a out pass, and the defender hits um, Jermaine Gresham out of bounds, and he goes backwards on the hit. And since he was going backwards out of bounds, the clock kept running. It was under two minutes. Yeah, the clock should have stopped. It only stops if you're if you go out out of bounds willingly. But if you're hit out of bounds, see then, that's like confusing to me. Yeah, if your progress is stopped when you're still in bounds, then the clock keeps running. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Another re- weird rule, and that that could have like maybe and the, re- the reason I bring it up is maybe if the clock had stopped, they would have been able to manage a touchdown rather than a field goal, possibly. But it it, it doesn't matter to the end of the game though. Yeah, the final score. Another thing too in the second half, the fumble that you had mentioned was a play that he was going to the ground untouched and the ball squirted out. Uh, the rule is in the NFL that the ground can't cause the fumble. If you're if you're if you hit the ground with the ball in hand, uh, and your elbow the force of it knocks the ball, it's not a fumble. The ball the ground cannot cause a fumble. But since he was not touched by a defensive player yep. before he went down, he was going down under his own actions, it counts as a fumble. To me, that don't make any sense. It makes sense to me because he wouldn't have been counted down if he just fell down, and then he could just get back up. Yeah, that play would still be going. But it, but if, when a quarterback's diving, like a quarterback gives up, gives himself. Well, I guess he was diving. He was forward. diving. Yeah. Yeah, that was the problem. If you slide, you're giving yourself up. If you're diving forward, okay, that's not giving yourself. That makes up. A, that makes a little bit more sense, but it almost seems like just semantics at that point. Either way, he made a lot of mistakes that game. Yeah. Cost us the game. I'm just kind of commenting on the NFL rules on its own. But, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes that game. Uh, That was a tough loss to swallow. I was at that game. And that was was tough. Uh, But if if you're going to go on the I hate Andy Dalton trail, that's your biggest um, data point. But I think it's one of few. I don't think he's cost us too many games. Uh, early on, sure, a rookie second-year quarterback maybe lost a couple games because he had some bad passes. But I think after that game, he didn't have too many detrimental performances that kept us out of the game. For the most part, possibly. But I mean, are we gonna have? We'd have to go back and look at every single game. But I think there, there's enough statistics to back up that he's not a good big-time game quarterback. If you look at the statistics for, um, you know, primetime games versus non. Oh, I think. In we, just that year. I think we mentioned uh, uh, last Bengal podcast about being 0 in. Is it, is it the 0 11 on Sunday night games? Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I. Like, I, I think maybe I mentioned last time, I don't know if that's a Marvin thing. Like, Marvin didn't prepare them enough for a Monday night thing, or is it really Andy Dalton choking? Because. He's won Monday night games. We talked about the Broncos game. That was huge. Like, that's a win in your end game. That's about as big as you can get. Uh, that's a huge game on a Monday night primetime that he that he won for us. Uh, he's won Thursday night games. Uh, I don't think they played too many. They've played too many Saturday night games to even make a comment on. But Sure, he's, he's won a few, but he's lost a lot. And his statistics are worse on those primetime games. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely some kind of correlation there. I think he's gotten better. Well, even I mean, Carson Palmer was the same way. Too. You would hope he's gotten better. Well, I know, but I think like in primetime games in the past handful of years, he's gotten better compared to the earlier performances. Sure. But I think even Carson Palmer too, his numbers during primetime and his one playoff game that he really played weren't very good either. So 
again, I don't know if it's a Marvin thing or if it really is name. You know what I mean? Like the one playoff game he played. Well, he didn't really play in the Come first on one. Now. He didn't really play in the first one. <laughs> you get hurt like on the first play of the drive, like first right. play of scrimmage. Anyways, so tough end of the season. Tough end of the season. Next season, twenty fourteen. Still another winning season. Still another winning season. Yeah, he got his big contract. He got his big money. He didn't put up good passing numbers that year. He had like 19 touchdowns, 17 picks. But they were running the ball so well. Yeah, but surprising, we had a lot of really good um, weapons on offense still. So it's kind of disappointing numbers. So just keep in mind, that year though, 2014, uh, Tyler Eifert got hurt opening drive of the Ravens game. Marvin Jones didn't play at all. Yeah, people got hurt down the road, and especially like especially in the playoff game, we were missing pretty much everybody, uh, yeah. offensively. So, I, so the passing numbers weren't great, but he wasn't working with the. He didn't have a nice plethora of good quality weapons as he would have the year before, or the year after. They were also running the ball really well that year, especially that, yeah. down the, the offensive line. line was really good. That was the first year I think that they really stepped up. Yeah. And they just hand the ball. Jeremy Hill had a thousand yards. He had like, I think maybe nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So they were running the ball well with him. Geo was running well too. So they had a good running game to kind of offset the lack of passing. Um, that that I mean, I'm not that playoff game in particular. I'm not, you know, gonna be too hard on Andy Dalton for. He didn't. Have many weapons, yeah. Like Rex Burkhead was like our third wide receiver. AJ Green got hurt the week before in the yep. bullshit playoff game or bullshit Steelers game where they smacked us. Well, no, so they were like driving at the end of the game to get a touchdown, and I think it would have tied the game. Uh, Dalton hits Green. Green is sitting on the ground, and he gets hit in the head on like a hel- dirty ass helmet to helmet play. Yeah. Um, Fumble. fumble. They call it the fumble, but if you're already on the ground, how can it be a fumble? Like it's, it's another stupid rules. But anyway, they didn't have Green, didn't have Jones, didn't have Eifert. Muhammad Sanu was your number one wide receiver. A little bit tough. Rex Burkhead is your third wide receiver, so he wasn't working with many weapons. I'm kind of going to give that one a pass. I can't give anything like, a pass. You're still an NFL quarterback. You have to perform. Did, did Burfick play that whole game? I, I can't remember. I don't think he did. I, I think he started, but I think he got hurt. I think he had another concussion in that game. Either way, Dalton made Pro Bowl that year too. It's kind of surprising, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. But he did. He made the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl don't make any sense. He didn't have a good passing year, but it's a nice little accolade for him. 2015. Uh, we're gonna touch on this just a little bit because I don't want to talk about the season too much because it was so painful. We, we have to talk about. This I don't want to talk about. That was, that was his. I oh. think his best season. Is it, it was Dalton's best season. Oh. He was, his trajectory there was he was finally gonna break out, become the quarterback. Everyone was hoping he would be after his rookie season. Um, he had his best completion percentage. I think till now it's his best completion percentage, best touchdown interception ratio. Yeah, I think if you were to take his uh, numbers and project them out for a full year because he missed the last four games, yeah. he would have. Um, uh, set career highs and everything because he was looking great uh they were just rolling and everything was working until he got hurt that was the most like i I said it for years like the injuries that they cannot lose are him green um 
and uh, like Burfecht and Atkins. Like if they can keep those five healthy, they can make everything else work. And it seems like every year, one of those people are hurt. So I think 2012 might have been the only one that they weren't. One of them wasn't all hurt. So that was. We're not going to talk about the ending. Let's let's just talk about the good for that year because he was rolling. I think if they hadn't gotten hurt, they would have ended up with a one seed because all three of the top AFC teams, Patriots, Broncos, and the Bengals, all ended up with a 12-4 and four record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and due to the Bronco game tiebreaker, they ended up, because the Broncos had beaten both the Patriots and the Bengals, yep. and there was some kind of stipulation between the, bang- the Bengals and Patriots didn't play that year, but there was you know, different... Um, Metrics that they use to determine the seeding put us at third. I think if Andy Dalton plays the whole year, he doesn't lose the Monday night football game that McCarron lost. Uh, we would have ended up with uh, that a win there. They, I don't know if they if they win at the Broncos, they don't probably even play the Ravens at all. You know what I mean? Like they maybe they end up with the same number of wins and losses, but yeah, they finished the last year of the game against the Ravens. In fifteen, okay, that's what we're saying. Okay. Yeah, so they if if they don't, you know, if they lock up the number one first round buy, then they don't even they might lose that game, end but up with the same record. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Seeing yeah. seating is all, all seating is all that really matters. Yeah. Yep. So I think uh, his injury prevented that from happening. Maybe they would have lost. I don't know if they would have won the Steelers game. Ben Roethlisberger seems to beat us at home all the time, but <laughs> can't give him any time. Can't give him any time. The, uh, yeah. But ever since then, it's been a rough couple years for the Bengals. 2016. 2016. Yeah, we had a pretty good year that year, numbers-wise. Uh, yeah, they were all down in 2015, though. And his sack totals were up. Doubled. And we only replaced one person on the line. Who was that? Andre Smith. With? Was it a boy That's why. But our line went downhill there. But we yeah, still had Whitworth. We still had Seitler, which, you know. Well, so there's a couple contributing factors to why 2016 wasn't that great. Uh, most easiest one is the kicking game. I, mean, I think we touched on this last time. Uh, I think just by kicking game alone, they would have won two more games. The, the tie that they had against... Um, uh, Washington in yeah. in London missed extra point or missed field goal at the end. One of the two would have won the game. So that's seven wins right there. Uh, Randy Bullock missed a chip shot against Houston towards the end of the year. Would have put us at eight and eight. So that alone is a five hundred record. That's not you know five hundred records pretty okay. Not good, not bad. I mean that just means like. If you have like a if your record's between like eight and eight and six and ten, that means you're just probably five to ten plays away from being a playoff team. You know. They also they missed Eifert missed a lot of the year. He missed I think the first as six usual. games as usual. <laughs> missed the first six games with injury. I think it was a ankle injury from the um, Pro Bowl. So he didn't play. Marvin Jones, Mahan Snoo both left in free agency. So we Tyler Boyd was the other wide receiver, and Brandon LaFell was the second guy. Oh uh, yeah. So in terms of quality of receivers, we regressed a little bit. 
overall. AJ like basically carried the team until he got hurt. He was like like forty yards away from like setting the record for most consecutive or tying tying or something for most consecutive thousand yard season starting career, which would have been a nice little record of his to have, but Still. And Dalton made the Pro Bowl. Dalton did make the Pro that Bowl. That year. But he didn't make it in 2015. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, but... I don't think you can get voted in if you're hurt. Really? Because he wasn't hurt. Well, he wasn't on IR, but... He wasn't hurt. Like, he was... Whatever. Either way. Because he, he was back. Like, he... He was off the cast before the, the playoff game. Yeah. So, he... Like, he probably could have played. There are a lot of speculation around if he could play or not but either way moving forward either way 2016 2016 not a horrible year for Dalton bad bad year bad for team year yeah the defense regressed a lot too and going into now 2017 yeah which uh, I know he he had the first game of that year was atrocious three picks in the I thought first it was four three picks in the first half yeah. four by the end of the game I, I'm gonna blame 100% of that on Ken Zampezi former offensive coordinator. That dude had no idea what he was doing. And a friend of mine said it best, like, okay, he's been a he's been a quarterback's coach for us for twenty years and he never he never got like a sniff of being you know, like if you're a good coach you would have been picked up as some kind of coordinator elsewhere, but he was our quarterback's coach for twenty years and he never progressed past that. So yeah. he yeah, that was a horrid mistake because they had so many weapons. Green, Eifert, Geo, Mixon they still had Hill, uh, John Ross. They didn't get a touchdown the first two games. Offensive touchdown the first two games. So I think 100% of that was on planning because as soon as they brought in Bill Lazor, the offense clicked. Yeah. So I'm just blaming on – it just – for me, I know this is supposed to be the Andy Dalton episode, but I just remember like seeing pictures of Ken Zampezi on the sideline. I just – like the thought of looking at him and thinking he was just looking at his playbook like – um. Uh, uh, like he seemed like he didn't really know what he was doing. He could sure be a quarterback's coach for him to design and draw plays and know what to call when. Definitely wasn't his best suit. But either way, Andy Dalton did good decently. You know, he had pretty high touchdowns, 25 touchdowns, but his completion percentage was abysmal. And again, sacks were a big problem. Well, I think well Whitworth at that part Whitworth was gone. Whitworth was gone. So we were starting both with Brady and Fisher. Yes. So that's that's when our line troubles first started. Yeah. And there there still still are. That's been the a good three year trend of bad offensive line play. Yep. So we ended that year knocking the Ravens out of the playoffs. That was great. Highlight. Okay, real quick before we go any further. So if Aaron Rodgers is the king of um, hail mary touchdowns. Andy Dalton's got to be like the prince because uh-huh. that dude. I don't think I've seen a another quarterback be as good at hail marys as Andy Dalton, other than Aaron Rodgers, because he had. It's like every every like three four years or every couple of years he's got one. There was the one against the Ravens in twenty thirteen. Uh, there was the uh, twenty seventeen uh, miracle against uh, the last second Tyler Boyd touchdown. He had the the one or two against the Miami of the prior season. And I'm missing one more. I think one more happened in 2016. Oh, the AJ Green one against the Browns. Yeah. So if, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is the king of Hail Marys. 
Andy Dalton's the prince. Bold statement. I know. I'll let you have that. You can let me have that. I'll take that and I'll run with it. Um, so yeah, but, that was that year. But that so they ended that year with a ton of optimism because you know seven games is an improvement over six. You know. And then going into 2018, they started out great. Andy Dalton played great. First couple games, and then defensive line was still bad, and that was kind of the factor. I mean, that that yeah, and then Dalton got hurt. Uh, mostly unforgettable season. Uh, very forgettable season, other than Joe Mixon being a stud. And then last year was really rough. Uh, yeah, he got benched. He got benched. Yeah, unfortunately, got benched because I would have liked them to keep him in get some kind of draft pick for him by trade deadline. It made no sense to bench him when they did. Yeah. It would have made sense to just trade him away. Like We could have used a pick. Well, it, se- it seemed like Mike Brown and Zach Taylor were not on the same page. Like, I, I have his, well, Mike, Mike Brown has proven that he is very loyal to his quarterbacks. Um, he was loyal to Carson Palmer, Lord Andy Dalton, so he's not going to just, like, you know, bench them for no reason. So, Zach Taylor wanted to, you know, give his quarterback a heat draft the shot. And probably weren't, there probably had been some communication between uh, Mike Brown and Zach Taylor. So, Dalton gets benched. And he, uh, not happy about it, wanted to trade. It was maybe like a day or two before the deadline. And I think at that point it was too late to start trade talks. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of got screwed over for like three games. Uh, and I, I want to say, I don't know if we touched on this last time, but the so they play against the Steelers and they lose. And Ryan Finley has a third straight awful performance. Uh, the next day, Zach Taylor says, well, you know, I don't know if three games is enough of a, a sample size to determine if a quarterback's good or not. And then, like, within, like, three hours, they said Andy Dalton was the quarterback again. So, I, here's my theory on that one, is that Zach Taylor really wanted uh, to try a new quarterback. He didn't think Andy Dalton was working. So, finally, Mike Brown was like, all right, whatever. Then he goes three games. Ryan Finley plays terrible. And Zach Taylor was going to stick with him. Mike Brown said, you got to put Andy Dalton back in or I'm going to fire you. That's my tinfoil hat thought of the day. What? Either way, Dalton did not have a good year. It was his worst year as a Bengal, I think. Um, I don't know. We've seen, we haven't seen much from Dalton that indicates that he's gonna play better than he has. I think. If I think you, his best years are past him. I think if you give him the right tools around him, he can be one of the best. I think he's proven that. But you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. If you can create, build your perfect team around your quarterback, your quarterback's going to play well. well. I mean, can you really say that about Blake Bortles, though? You know what I mean? No, but you can say that about you can say that Joe about Flacco. You can say that about, like, 15 quarterbacks that aren't Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. But sure, that's where Dalton is. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback in the NFL. I think he can go onto a team. He can probably take him to the playoffs. Can he help them win a playoff game? I don't know. That he hasn't proven well, so he can. I think... There's a couple things that... So, Andy Dalton, number one, has won us a whole bunch of games. Number two, I think going into the season, they, they showed a, a graphic on one of the sports networks of uh, fourth quarter comebacks since, like, 2004, something like that. 
And obviously Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Ben Roethlisberger were on there because they've had more opportunities because they've been playing almost double the length of Andy Dalton's time. Uh, so if you take out those three, Andy Dalton was like like first or second. So he's brought us back from a lot of deficits. We won us a lot of games. And I think sure. if it weren't for some missed field goals and some uh, stuff that's out of his control, like a wide receiver dropping a wide open pass, that uh, maybe they could have that number could have been even bigger. But uh, yeah, I love Andy Dalton. He's great. I'm I'm showing my biases here, but I, I think that is a lot of bias. I just he hasn't shown anything to me that he can actually win those games. Sure, you can say like he's come back from behind a lot, but it it takes more than that to win a playoff game. It takes. Yeah. I I don't think he has the right mentality to win those hard the, games. The Kobe Kobe Bryant Michael yep. Jordan killer instinct. Yeah. Well, we talked about the past. Let's talk about the future. Yep. What do you think? They're, the consensus is they're going to draft Joe Burrow number one overall. What do you think they're going to do with Andy Dalton? I don't think he's got trade stock. I think he's going to go. He's just going to go. Well, how's he going to go? He's still a, he's gonna gonna either go. buy him out or it's going to be a low-level deal. Hmm. He just doesn't have much trade value right now. There, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there right now. I don't know who would be looking maybe... Well, so the problem right now with the trade at this particular point in time is that there's still a lot of free agent uh, quarterbacks, the big one being Tom Brady. Uh, There's still like James Winston, um, kind of blanking on some of the other names, but there's a lot of good quarterback options out there, so teams have kind of the, you know, pick of the litter of who they want to build their team around. So in terms of trade value, they might have to wait till, you know, after the after the draft, after free agency, to kind of decide, mm. you know, what teams still need a quarterback and what they can get from them. They might have to, they might not get a trade deal done before the draft. Uh, if they do, it might be like draft day. Because I think free agency starts and then uh, once that's done and quarterbacks are kind of lined up, they might be able to do something then. But they might be looking forward to doing a trade for a 2021 draft pick just because of timing. Right. Um, but yeah, I could I could easily see them doing the exact same thing they did with Carson Palmer, and have Andy Dalton maybe be the opening day starter. If, yeah. If Joe Burrow's not NFL ready, I'd be shocked if he isn't. But the guy threw sixty touchdowns last year. It's just, that's a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, so I could I could see them doing the same thing. He'll play a couple games, then trade Andy Dalton off and just kind of replicating the same thing that happened to Andy Dalton. But, uh... Where do you... Let's go into my tinfoil hat. This is what I want. This is what I want to happen. Okay. Because I feel like we as, like, Cincinnati Bengals fans, not us in particular, but a lot of Cincinnati fans are super (coughs) hard on, uh, our sports players there was yes. talk remember i don't know if you remember when carson palmer was here and he said he wanted out people people were throwing trash on his front yard uh we're not really like the kindest fans possible so to have that happen to him would be rough 
so I'm 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 hoping uh, he gets dealt over to New England. They, I mean, he's there's a lot of interest. Yeah, there's like. there's a lot of rumors of, of that happening. I could see Tom Brady wanting to go elsewhere. Just you know, he's played for the sure he could play for the Patriots for forever, but a lot of those all time greats typically play a year or two with some random team. So see that happen to Tom Brady would not be completely unbelievable. He is 43 years old. Right. So see him go elsewhere. I don't think New England has much of a backup. It's not like, like 2014 where they had Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett as backups. They were in pretty good shape there. Mm-hmm. So they could use a, a starting caliber quarterback. They could probably get uh, Dalton pretty cheap. We've also had a number of trades between uh, us and the Patriots and a lot of our free agents go there too. Right. Uh, Rex Burkhead was the one. Jeremy Hill went there. We traded Chad Johnson. A uh, couple other handful of players. I'm probably missing, but those are some of the bigger ones. So I could see a connection there. Uh, Andy Dalton going over there and having some success. Uh, I would, since this is this is kind of like, it's tinfoil hat, but it's also kind of like a fairy tale too at the same time. Uh, A.J. Green seems to be very loyal to Andy Dalton. He likes playing with him. He said he doesn't want to play with any other quarterback, despite him being like a seven-time pro bowler and having caught passes from other good, talented quarterbacks to say that, is, you know, that means a lot. Uh, Patriots love getting, you know, great wide receivers from other teams. Right. History, Tony Brown, Randy Moss, uh, I'm sure I'm missing some others, but, and then they would end up signing him to a long-term deal that he would want. I think they, I think they would have cap space. So them getting both Andy Dalton and AJ Green, keeping that connection together that they've had for the better part of the last decade. And then t- Bill Belichick taking that running to the Super Bowl would make me as a Bengal fan really happy to see our quarterback that we had for 10 years. Because odds are we're not making the playoffs next year. Yeah, I would be shocked if Zach Taylor was able to take us to the playoffs. But uh, to see him win the Super Bowl would really make me happy as a as a human being. I Yeah, and I think that would be the place he could do it. Yeah, that would if mean any place. If any place, place could take uh, take a, a good short, uh, short, uh, short distance accuracy quarterback, coupled with a stud wide receiver, that would be the place to do it. But that would be my ultimate um, great end all idea. Uh, do, do you have any places you think he's going to end up in free agency? I think it could be Chicago. I've heard that too. Quarterback. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about them, the Bears, like moving up like a whole bunch of picks to pick Mitch Trubisky and him <laughs> being not very good at all? Yeah, Gambled wrong on that one. Unfortunate. <laughs> Spent all that time and money to get this dude. He ain't even that good. Oh man, so that's sad. It doesn't. It, it feels like oftentimes trading up doesn't help you. No, it you're doesn't. Going, reaching, you're really trying to reach for a quarterback. It, it, it's hard to go into a draft when you really need a position because really you want to pick for, you know, who's the best available. And I don't think he was the best at where they got him. Yeah, I mean, obviously Patrick Holmes fell to 10 or 9 or 10. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that tell you? <laughs> but, and I want to kind of bring that up real quick because a lot of people saw that we drafted John Ross the pick before Patrick Mahomes but at the time we didn't need a quarterback Andy Dalton was playing great right. 
we didn't uh, need to spend a first-round quarterback when the thought was we just need more uh, pieces around the offense to bring it back. And, uh, so picking up a quarterback, while Patrick Mahomes has had a great three years now in the NFL, uh, yep. MVP and a Super Bowl championship, we weren't going to draft him. And another thing about the Patrick Mahomes thing, too, is that Andy Reid is a like, quarterback guru. Uh, you look at Donovan McNabb versus when he played in Philly versus not versus in, not playing in Philly with Don, uh, Andy Reid, it's like night and day. And maybe part of that's due to age because he was, getting, that was on the back end of his career. But either way, uh, Alex Smith is another example. Played very okay for the 49ers. Played much better for the Chiefs. So I think... If Patrick Mahomes were to come here to Cincinnati, especially with Cam- Ken Zampezi as our uh, offensive coordinator, we probably wouldn't see the same level of success. Or Patrick Mahomes probably wouldn't have seen the same level of success that he has with Kansas City. Possibly. I mean, that, that's hard to say. But, yeah, Andy Reid is really good. He, yeah. He's a really good coach. Yeah. that's. I mean, those are a lot of moving factors at play. Yes. But um, that's my interpretation so, where would you rank Dalton, I guess, in terms of quarterback greatness? For, since, for, for, for all-time Cincinnati? Yeah. So, we've mentioned, I've mentioned this plenty of times that I'm very biased. Yeah. I'm going to make the comment that, no disrespect to any of the other ones, uh, you can really only use four. You can only use Ken Anderson, Boomer mm-hmm. Sison, Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton. Those four have had the, the longest time here, and they've had the most opportunity. I'm going to say Andy Dalton is probably the best quarterback we've ever had as a franchise. And I say that because he's got the most touchdowns. I think he's not too, he wouldn't be too far off from passing yards. He's got the highest win percentage. Um, interestingly enough, in terms of a franchise, so we only have four playoff wins as a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all four of those wins came in two, in the two Super Bowl runs. Yep. So in seasons where we won a playoff game, we go to the Super Bowl. Yes. So, um, off the top of my head, I don't remember all the other career playoff percentages, win percentages, and stuff like that. But if you use um, touchdowns, number two in passing yards, mm-hmm. highest win percentage, he's got he has seventy wins uh, in like less games than uh, Ken Anderson did, and no disrespect to Ken Anderson, obviously. But I just I personally think that Andy Dalton's at this point the best we've had. Uh, we were kind of a, you know, unfortunate franchise in a lot of ways. But I would put Andy Dalton number one. I'd put Kenny Anderson number two. Uh, Boomer size in three, and then Palmer fourth. I would. That's, that's. I would put Carson Palmer at a Boomer size, honestly. Really? Yeah, Carson Palmer was really good. I feel I, like Carson Palmer had his better days outside of Cincinnati. I disagree. I think until he got hurt. I think that really d- destroyed him. Well, that's like the biggest asterisk on Carson Palmer. Is his, so that year, he was... He was a stud. He was, yeah, he was... Uh, what was his QB rating like? It was 101. Yeah. It was, I think, the only time that we've had a quarterback rating for a full year over 100. Yeah, he was... I, I don't think Dalton's ever done that. No. I think the the 2015 year may have been close. Maybe like 98 point something. His, his yards weren't as high as Palmer's at the time. Right. Palmer had... I think was that a four was that a three thousand four thousand yard campaign that year? 
was close. I think so. I think it was close. I don't think he got it. But the 32 touchdowns is a lot. And then and, and Andy Dalton also has the uh, single season yards and he yards and touchdown, which I think he broke the yards record another time. But his his year where he threw 33 touchdowns uh, from a quarterback rating standpoint got offset by those 20 interceptions. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I would say Andy Dalton's great. No disrespect to any of the other ones, but, you know, look forward to the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. We'll see you next time.